Hello and welcome to episode 58 of Zion's Finest. This episode is going to be a two-parter. It's going to be episodes 58 and 59. Episode 58 is going to be, it's kind of a new format. What happened was it's from our store champ that we just had. Um, our first store champ of the season was at Oasis Games in Salt Lake City, which is an absolutely amazing store. If you were in Utah, you should check out Oasis Games for board games, for Imperial Assault, for X-Wing. They have 1.0, they'll be getting 2.0, and for Destiny, for, I mean, everything. They sell board games at below MSRP. Awesome store. Cafe, I cannot say enough great things about Oasis Games. It was so much fun. We had eight people show up, as we'll be talking about in the episode. And what this this episode is going to be was the weekend before the 4th of July, so our dance was a little low, but, you know, it's also the first one of the season, so everyone's just kind of getting ginned up. So the format of this episode is going to be after each of my games, I brought them over to the computer in order to just have a little bit of a chat about our game, what, what we think was going on. However, after our, my... So we only had three rounds of Swiss, then we had to cut to a top four... Um, and then played out to the championship. After our third game, we had to pretty much immediately um, just go into the top cuts. We weren't, I wasn't able to talk to my round three opponent. I'll, I'll give like a little bit of a rundown after that game's over, as well as some general thoughts on um, my thought uh, on my list that I ran. I was running my Jedi Knight Luke list. I really wanted to make Jedi Knight Luke work in a new way. So I built this, you know, obviously Brett Kelly ran his very creative um, Jedi Knight Luke Han Solo list. And I liked that a lot. There was a lot of things I was going for it, but I didn't think in the face of Hunters, it really had the chops in order to stay alive. And so I built this Jedi Knight Luke Spies list in order to control the IG swing, you know, all of that stuff. And so that was the list I took to, took to our store champs. I'll give a little bit of a breakdown on the other side about my thoughts on that in terms of like bringing an off-meta list that I had, I have probably not optimized, and it's probably going to be one I'm going to have to shell for a little while. I'll talk about that later. Um, we don't have any news. We're still waiting on further news from Lothal. Obviously, Tarkin, the new map, has been getting played on Vassal. People have been talking about it. It seems like it's actually pretty a pretty awesome map. So I've been naysaying it because I don't want people to get more dice, but it seems to be the consensus that if you try and get more dice, you just get blown up. So I'm always okay with that. Um, but not a ton of news on that front. Store champs are obviously proceeding apace. Summer's going very, very well. So we will we will continue to see how all those things develop. There is one other thing. So I am working on, I feel like IA suffers from a lack of, what's the word? A lack of organized, conglomerated, centralized information concerning lists and organized play results we don't have list juggler like x-wing does they've got the forum and they've got threads where people post their lists in the thread but i feel like man that is just exhausting to have to click through you know you want to know who won like a particular store champ or whatever or what the lists were at a particular store champ and it's just really hard to to get that kind of information so what i've started doing is i've got a google doc and I am going to be feeding in all the information that I get from store champs into this Google Doc, which I will then make obviously publicly accessible for everybody. So right now, I think I only put in Worlds, Euros, our store champ. We don't have any regionals yet. Um, that's pretty much all I've got as of now. And it's I think for Worlds and for Euros, it's top 16 list. I don't think I have command cards, um, but obviously what we can do, what I'm hoping what we can do with this is as you get. Um, store champ regional info if you will feed that to me either on the slack channel or th uh, by sending an email to zionsfinestia at gmail.com i will put that into the google doc which i will then make accessible and if people have got further questions obviously they can follow up with the people who ran the list either on the slack channel if they're on and most we, we've got a lot of people on the slack chat or like luke sykes is a good example he's not on the slack chat 
but we can get his contact information and I'm sure we could, um, I'm sure he would love to talk about how he's been able to get Java work. So things like that. So anyway, if you've got a store champ, I'd like it to be larger than eight, like eight plus, um, six is fine, right? But like if four people show up, that's okay. That's great. But like, it doesn't give us a ton of meta information. Right. And it's not, we're obviously not looking at this in terms of cracking the meta, but it's more like people bring lists to large events. How are they doing at these large events? Right. Or large is large ish events, competitive events. Our event, however, it only had eight people, but it also had, you know, Scott who was running his world's list, his top eight world's list. So, you know, that's going to be, uh, we, we had, it was, it was pretty serious competition. Scott beat me twice. I'm not bitter or anything, but anyway, I will, uh, I'll stop my rambling. Let's, let's turn over to the episode and then I'll see you guys on the flip side. Hello, this is Kenny Brown and I am joined by Sam Sweeten. Hey guys, how's it going? Sam is one of our new players in Utah. He is freaking awesome and incredible and I love him like a brother. And we are here for our first store championship. So Sam, first off, before we get started into that, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, well, I'm Sam Sweeten, as he said, here in Utah. I've been playing IA since... More or less the beginning of this year. Okay. Um, January-ish. And uh, it's been fun. I've played campaign a while before that. I Basically, I started playing campaign when it first came out. Okay. But never really got into skirmish until now. So. Okay. Um, tell us about how many tournaments have you been to? Like, what have you been playing? So you've, you've been playing about six months. Yeah. So I've been to one tournament yes. so far. That's right. Yeah. And I played some. Was that demos tournament? Yeah, that yeah. was that was demos tournament. I played some jank with ATDP and some hunters brought in from Scum, mm. and uh, I did pretty good. I went three and one there. I lost to you, Kenny. That's right. That's right. I I, I crushed you. No, <laughs> no, no, not close. <laughs> not, not quite. Not quite. No, of course not. That, that <laughs> I didn't crush Sam in terms of like the discrepancy in our time that we've been playing tells you how how little bit worried I am about things. But this, actually, Sam, you should tell us what your list was that you're running because I actually think the list has got some chops. Yeah, so it was Palp, ATDP, Onar, Greedo, a set of jets, and two regular officers. Right. I really like that because you got hunters. Onar with an ATDP is the worst, right? Because you can you have got blocks for days, right? Like, and I've I fortunately got a lot of Pierce because I was playing my Jedi spy list, um, my Jedi Knight Luke spy list. And so the problem was though is I've got Pierce, but I'm all melee. So like I have got one round to kill all of your things because you're going to murder all of my things right and so I, I really liked that list yeah it was it was a really fun fun list to play and um at that tournament um i ended up like winning a drawing thing for mall yeah so i have to play him at this tournament so i'll talk about that list a little later okay we'll talk well let's we'll, we'll talk about that here in a second so you have played campaign right yeah with i assume you got your Sam is also from Utah. He's from northern Utah. He lives in Logan, which is where I went to school. Um, it's a sweet spot. You got some friends you play campaign with? Yeah. Cool. Very, very cool. Um, all right. Well, with that being the case, we all know Sam's awesome. He went three and one in his first tournament, guys. And I'm who who else who did you beat? I beat JK. So JK's awesome, right? He went four and three at Worlds. I beat Scott. Scott, top eight at Worlds. And I beat Jacob Thompson. Oh yeah, Jacob, who is an also he is a he's a really good IA player. He's more newer in IA, but he is an insanely good Armada player. I think he made top eight in Armada Worlds last year. Um, and also he's really good with X-Wing and stuff. I mean, like Jake is like he's like FFG's like dream guy. He's good at all the games, all their games that he plays. So 
That's awesome. All right. Well, so like I said, we've got our first store championship. It is here at Oasis Games, which is in Salt Lake City. It is going to be super, super awesome. We are right now we're recording in my car before we go in because we're super dedicated. Um, but what I want to do is just kind of give a quick, let's just have a quick discussion about the list that we're running, why we built them, what we expect to do, you know, just like some general thoughts, some general thoughts on that. So first off, Sam, start us off. All right, so I wanted to run Maul. Okay. Um, Maul's one of my favorite figure, favorite characters in Star Wars. I, I really love him. I love what they did with him in the Rebels series. Yep. I, I really wanted him to be good when I started playing Skirmish, and I found out he's really not. He's a lot better in campaign, actually. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I, so I decided I need to make Maul work. At first, I tried pairing him with Vader, and uh, even though there's some synergy there, like, it Maul does not shine in that list because Vader is the one using all the cards. Yeah, exactly. Maul's just a handicap there. So I I uh, then decided to go for make Maul Vader light kind of deal and see what else I could fit in. And I decided to play a really janky list. I have Maul and I have I decided to pair him with some hunters. I have Onar and BT. Okay. And those give me some, some firepower. can bring some hunter cards. Yep. I have... Um, some E-Riots. Okay, so we're writing an uh, Imperialist as opposed to yep. a scum list. <clears throat> an Imperialist. So I have some E-Riots. Those uh, work with the Brawler cards with, with Maul. I have one Officer and I have Palpatine. Mm. And Palpatine, he uh, he really just can do a whole lot of damage against anybody. Palp's amazing. And giving BT an extra shot or Onar or even Maul if he's up any close. Any of them, right? Any like, of them up close. Yeah. So the idea there is I have four big guys and not one of them really is the first target for any per- for any person to pick. So yeah. it keeps Maul from being the number one target or it's just they have to kill them all, but there's no set order for how to kill them. I really, really, really like that list. Yeah, Palpatine in that list is super scary because you want to, you've got to kill Palpatine, right? Because if you're getting double Maul attacks with his reach, right? Like, because he can get that it, before he declares an attack. So you can give Maul an attack, give him reach, and he can, you know, punch somebody in the face that they weren't expecting, right? Like, there's just a lot of scary things that, like, Vader, or that uh, Palpatine can do in that list. But in order to kill Palpatine, you have to go through Maul, Onar, BT, right? Like, that's just, oof. Yeah, Palpatine usually kind of sits in the back. I kind of yeah. tuck him away a little bit, yep. you know, and only Tempt. send him... Tempt. Tempt, yep. And only send him forward if I really need a Force Lightning. Like, if I need to uh, Force Lightning a Han... Yep. Or, you know, weaken him get so I can one. kill him. Yep. Or I just need to push through that extra damage on Vader. Yep. You know, that I can send him up there and force lightning him. I like that. I like that mm-hmm. a lot. So um, you don't need to tell us about your command cards because you don't want me to use that against you, right? <laughs> but I assume you're running um, the Brawler, the Hunter Suite, which is Assassinate Tools, Heightened Reflexes, and then Brawler cards, you know, probably some Parting Blows, right? Like, Yep, I have, I have Motivation on oh, Palp. Motivation. So, and then I... Which is like a soft and shakeable. Yep, and shakeable doesn't work on any of my figures because yep. they're all less than nine cost. Yep, exactly. So motivation is the so- soft and shakeable. I also have rule by fear and, Z- and Zillow. Okay, to round out the list. I really, I really, really like that <clears throat> idea. And, and motivation is an interesting card. Motivation was actually in the winning regional list um, at Minnesota Regional at FFG's headquarters. Um, I, I think it's like that's a card. I don't, it's not overcosted, right? Like if that was zero, that'd be stupid, right? Like right. it's not 
totally clear that it's worth the point most of the time, except I would say like most of these cards like that or trusted allies. Another good example. It's like if you find the right niche for it, man, that card can do some work. Yeah. And especially my list is not that mobile and mm, motivation gives it point. some extra movement. That's right. That's so, right. you know, I really need all my guys are four speed or less. Um, they don't have great range. So I, that movement can come in really big too. Yeah, it's, I, I, that makes total sense. And does motivation just give one? So it's discard a harmful condition or recover a damage and then gain a movement point. Is that what it is? I believe so. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty good. I mean, like for a point, like that is like trusted ally just gives you a movement point, right? As opposed to trusted ally gives you a reroll. So that's really cool. Um, okay. Well, so my list, I'm running my Jedi Knight Luke spies list. No, no surprises there. Um, I feel like the more I've been playing Jedi Luke, Knight Luke a lot over the last month and a half. I mean, like a lot, a lot in terms of most of my vassal games, I've been playing some form of Luke. Um, I think that this spy list is kind of where I'm at with him, like in terms of like, this is what I want to work. We're waiting on more Lethal spoilers to see if we haven't seen. I, I anticipate that when Ezra and Kanan, when they're actually spoiled, like when their blisters are spoiled, that we will see some force cards, some force user cards. I really hope so, because I am now of the opinion that I do not. Jedi Knight Luke is not a bad figure at all. I mean, anyone who can do four attacks in a single round, like that's kind of crazy. But he's just he suffers from his attacks can be swingy, right? Like very, very swingy. And the inconsistency is just a little, little scary. So I have got Jedi Knight Luke, Ahsoka, Kane, uh, not Kanan, Jared, Mac. So I've got those are the three spies. Then I've got Gideon, R2, C3PO, and double smugglers. So nine activations. Nine activations, three spies. I have got all the spy control cards. I've obviously got Son of Skywalker. I've got Deathblow, Force Surge. The reason why I really like Deathblow and Force Surge is because they both make Jedi Knight Luke's attacks more consistent, right? Like I yeah. need I need Jedi Knight Luke when he dives in on IG, I need him to kill him. Like, I need him to kill him, right? And, like, getting 15 damage on Luke's attacks is just, if he's even if he's focused, that's not very likely. But if you've got Deathblow and Force Surge, you can at least get really, really close. So that then if you've got Son of Skywalker, obviously you can finish him off. Or now he's at, like, the one or two damage where, you know, he can't play Blaze without dying, right? And so, I don't know. Like, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of see how it works. But, but the reason I say that is because if I can't get, like, depending on how today goes, I think, like, I'm going to put Jedi Knight Luke on the burner for a little while, you know, just to kind of see how, see how the Lothal meta shakes it up and move on to, to other things. I mean, I really, really like him, but like he, he is inconsistent in a way that makes me a little bit sick. Right. And I'm like all about like trying to like take it out to the nth degree in terms of like, what can I get this figure to do? But man, Jedi Knight Luke can just really let you down. So yeah. And the force surge and death blow are also good. So you have Ahsoka there. Yes, absolutely. So, and Jared, Jared can use death blow. blow. Yeah. Right. So, so you, you have some synergy there. So they aren't just dead cards. If, yeah. if Luke dies. Yeah. And I've got cards like looking for a fight, which gives I, so I, I had the choice between urgency and looking for a fight. Urgency is better for Luke. It is playable by Luke and Jared, but not Ahsoka. And you mean um, looking for a fight. Yeah, I'm sorry, looking for a fight. And urgency is the same way, actually. So urgency and oh, looking yeah, for a fight yeah. because Ahsoka never moves, right? Like, yeah. she is always four sleeping places. So mm-hmm. I don't need either urgent... I don't need urgency for Ahsoka. So I'm, like, looking at urgency or looking for a fight for Jedi Knight Luke and Jared. And it's like, is what is better? Two movement points, which I have to spend immediately, or one flexible movement point and a damage. And ultimately, I've gone with the one movement point and the damage because, again... 
Luke needs more. I really like that. Yeah, especially in your list, you do need that extra damage to really finish people off. Huge. I mean, like, Luke needs every bit he gets. Most of the time I have found that, like, Jared, I don't bring Jared in until the mm, end of the middle late game because otherwise he just gets blown up. But I want him to, he can survive an attack. Most uh, most attacks he can survive, especially in the mid-late game when, like, the big cards have been pulled. And so, but his problem is, is he most of the time has already got a power damage token. So I don't, he doesn't need another one, but I mean, it's not the worst thing in the world to have. So I don't know. It'll be really interesting to kind of see how it works out. I'm sure that Scott is going to run his, I think he's going to run just his world's list. Win a store champ is like his plan. He wants to win a sword champ and then, he, then he'll like start like tinkering after he's like proven him, proven himself. But I think that he'll be running that Robert. I anticipate is going to run his. 10 activation Jawa list. I hope he runs into Scott though and Scott just murders him because <laughs> man that list have you played against it? No I've not. <sighs> it is. So he's got so Robert he won the, this, the tournament that Sam was talking about earlier. 10 activations. He has got IG uh, Claudite I think an e, it is an E Claudite Vinto he might have Greedo. Yeah I think he does have Greedo and then he has got two elite Jawas and four non-elite Jawas, right? So, like, that, yeah. like that's his list. Actually, I don't think he's got Greedo. I think he's got C-3PO somewhere in there. I'm not, yeah, I'm, he's someone for a focus. He does have someone for a focus, as I've thought about that. So, I mean, it's just... I don't... Problem is, like, on my, my list, all of my lists, every single list I have ever built is all about killing, like, big figures, right? So I can kill IG, but killing 10 or 6 Jawas and a freaking Eclodite, like, I just don't have the attacks for that. And so, and Vinto, right? Like, I've got all these figures to kill. Um, so it's brutal. But I also think he's going to run into Vader and be like, well, I can't kill, I can't kill Vader, right? Or even e right? Like, how is he going to kill e with that list? So it'll be interesting to see how that goes. But so what do you, uh, like, what are you looking, like, what are you looking to do today, Sam, with your crazy janky mall list? Oh, I'm, I'm not expecting to do super well, but I'm, I'm hoping for the best. I'd be, I'd be fine with just a, a 50-50 record. Yeah. You know, half win, half losses on this this janky mall list. Um, that that's kind of what what I think is the realistic expectation of, of what I can do. That's so to- totally fair. I wish you all the luck in the world for that. All right, well, let's go see how we do. Okay, we just finished round one. My first round opponent was Aaron Ross, my good friend and brother. He went out with us to Denver. He was running um, a variation on the world's list. Um, DT and Brett's worlds list. It was an incredibly close fought game. I had I was able to devotion into Son of Skywalker, run Jedi Knight Luke all the way across the map on Nalhutta, force push. I mean, I invested a lot of resources, and also it, uh, the whole reason I'm saying this is it was to kill IG. I had take, and he didn't have negation, and that was I mean it was a big swing. But he man alive, our game was still so close because. What happened was I was able to kill him at the start of the next round with Luke, and then I actually ran Luke back because I didn't want him to die to all the pirates. So I run Luke back, and then the game just kind of descended into a little bit of a stalemate because he had his focus hidden weak ways with Greedo and Hera in the back, and I just couldn't really approach. And so it was, and he was doing such a good job of getting points off of crates with figures, and I don't, I, I can't really afford to make a ton of attacks, and just because of how Nahada is, I, I am really not able to approach very aggressively um, until I know I'm going to. 
get the end around start around swing which I wasn't going to obviously get for two more rounds after the second round so our game was very it was very close and he played it so very well but I was able to pull out the win we've got um, eight people here at Oasis Games it is an amazing store in Salt Lake City for those of you who are from Utah this store is awesome they have got tons of tournament space they've got lots of magic stuff out um, tons of board games they sell um, below MSRP I mean I cannot stress enough how great of a store this is for the, so for those of you who are in Utah you guys should really consider coming out but we've got um, some of the best players we've got from Utah are here Scott top eight at Worlds is here JK's here run four and three Sam obviously you were hearing from him earlier Aaron super good um, Robert and Nick Mosinger are brothers and they are very very good players and then Kent Nielsen who crushes it in X-Wing and decides to come over and beat us a little bit on uh, beat us a little bit on Imperial Salt so we've got we've got a great group um, and we'll and it's like I said at the end of round one we'll keep going Okay, I'm right now. I'm joined by Aaron. Aaron is a longtime player. I don't think you've been on the podcast before, though, have you? I haven't. Yeah, I haven't. Because we started the podcast some. Oh, it was right before Denver. Yeah, right? and that was uh-huh. that was when you went out to Denver. All right, Aaron, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, I don't play the game as much as I want to. You play uh, campaign a lot, but I play cam- campaign campaign a lot, and that's really what brought me into skirmish was because of how much I love campaign. <laughs> um, so I'm not as active as lo- a lot of the other members of Science Finest. Uh, but uh, they get me out to store champs, and I went to the Denver Regional. It was a lot of fun. Yep. I'm going to go to Worlds next year. Yes! So uh, I show up for the big ones. That's right, that's <laughs> right. We just, and I, I gave a short summary of our game. I said it was very, very close, even uh, with my super sweet loop Great. Bowl. That's gracious of Kenny, as <laughs> always. Right? Uh, it was very swingy. Yeah, uh, it was. Dodge is always a big deal. Yeah, oh, that was, I didn't say that, but I rolled. So Luke had, I think, nine damage on him. He had a focus Greedo shot. I didn't know this at the time, but he had assassination in hand. Yeah. And I did not mm-hmm. have comms disruption, and yep. I dodged. So so yeah. that was actually probably the game right there. I mean, that and the Son of Skywalker push, force yeah. push play. I mean, there's a lot. I mean, but but playing against spies, you just have to plan for that. Yeah. So when strategic shift comes out, and I have heightened reflexes, tools for the job. Well, tools for the job got intel. Leads. I, I got intel leaked that one away. Uh, then heightened reflexes, element I'm of surprise, surprise. Um, take initiative, yep. positioning advantage, and primary target. Yeah. The five cards that get strategic shift. Yeah. See, like yeah, that's, crazy. that's rough. Yeah. Exactly. Rough. And I never saw Blaze. So. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, right. uh, and it wouldn't matter anyway. Yeah, that's true. So um, you just count for that against Spice. Yeah, actually, and as I think about that even more, that because I had all the cards I needed round one, I had Intel Leak. I had devotion to Son of Skywalker. Right, right. I mean, I had I had great cards round one, and you did not right. you having not having negation when Luke went. That was I mean, kind of a big deal. I had all the cards I needed when I needed them. Right, right. And I think that's a bigger meta conversation. Just that when you're playing a game that relies on dice, mm-hmm. so no matter how hard fought, no matter how well strategized something is, uh, dice are always a factor. Yep. And command cards are secret. Yep. So they're just certain lists you emotionally prepare to be upset against. <laughs> yeah. Right. And so I mean, <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad you didn't play MH. Because yeah. he's one of those. You know, yeah. Miracle MHG. Worker is going to ruin your day. Uh, Spy cards are going to ruin your day. Yep. And white dice are going to ruin your day. And you just have to be I got two of the that, three. Right? Yeah, that's true. Right. And have a good time. You just have to prepare for that. Yeah. I mean, like and like you were saying, we were talking about this with our game. It was extreme. Even with, like, that swing, it was still. Oh, yeah. Because you, you positioned your box so so well. I couldn't. I didn't have eight movement speed with Ahsoka to get in and kill people, right? Yeah. And, I mean, that's the problem with melee, I think. Yes. Is that when all.
all of your big damage you had three big damage dealers yep. all of them are melee yep um, so it just felt in my best interest to hold back yeah, you, it was, it was, you yeah. have to press you and, can't yeah and you were really smart about your Jawa right I couldn't really take just like free shots on your Jawa who or, then you were scoring points with or free points from objectives right because yeah. I'm hanging back so yeah. I was worried okay if I hang back and force your melee to come forward you just get all the objective points yeah that's true I ended up getting what 14 to 2 I think on objectives yeah, yeah. yeah. So, that, I mean that Jawa got 6 points in one activation, activation. yeah so. and then like I think Gideon got a couple C-3PO R2 yeah like figures that normally don't do a lot that's true, that's true. yeah R2 got one yeah that's a good point um tell us about what are are you do you know about the new map rotation coming in um so I've I've looked through it I looked through uh Brett's uh, <laughs> right up on it uh so shout out to Brett that's um right. but uh no I haven't played on it and I haven't really looked too deep on it me neither I'm excited for it I mean I'm sad to lose Nohutta yeah this is one of my favorite maps that's so interesting um and I feel like all three maps are kind of boxes now. They're all yes, kind of that's true. There's, there's no a central light. location no that you lines. kind of will spin around. Yeah, that's a good point. And uh, so, so the the lane game, I'm worried that that's going to hurt Han Rangers enough Ooh, that they'll get point. pushed out of tier one. That's an um, interesting point. So we'll see. But um, yeah, I feel like their lanes, yeah. uh, especially on Nalhada, have yeah. been a big part of not. I mean, they're still going to be playable, but yeah. a big part of why they're so good against things like Vader. Yeah, I'd ha- man, that's a great, that is a great point. So I'd have to think about that. All right, well, we'll, 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 we'll see how everyone does. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll keep doing more. Thanks so much. Woohoo! I know, I do. All right, we just completed round two. Scott and I have just completed. Yes, everyone else is still playing. Because we're super fast. We're speed demons. Also, our game was over quick. Because it was the inverse of last game. I did not have the cards I needed, and Scott did. Yeah. I, well, I actually, I drew Son of Skywalker started round two, yeah. and Devotion started round two, but then he killed Luke well, started round two. Well, it's because Vader's awesome, and uh, I guess the apple does fall far from the tree. Oh, no. No, that's not true. Although the thing was, like, so what, So this is how our game went down. We are playing on Moss Eisley, stashed away. I was holding Luke back, waiting for him to commit Vader somewhere. You put him behind a door, which was smart because then I can't get to him, right? Because I knew I, you either had Son of Skywalker or you were going to have Son of Skywalker. I just assume when I'm playing against Kenny, I assume he has Son of Skywalker all the time. Yeah. So what I was doing was I was positioning Luke into a place where Vader couldn't get to him with his end of round attack. Oh, no, no, no. That was not right. I was okay with an end of round attack because I was going to get initiative. Um, I strategic yeah. shifted, and when I wanted I to go kill my, a jet. That was I, what I went I for. put my jet specifically. I counted the spaces. I said, he's going to come attack this jet with yep. Luke. Yep. I knew that was going to happen. Yep. I'm going to put it in a place that Vader can get to Luke yeah. if he attacks him. Yep. So I, I went, I killed the jet with death blow, and then end of round, Vader came in, smacked him for five. Five. Then he did call. So I had also strategic shifted him away, or strategic shifted his cards So down. you had strategic shifted away looking for a fight, okay. parting blow. Okay, so I hadn't gotten the combo. Yeah, you had, you had gotten rid of the combo. And then I had played planning, yep. which you had I'd drawn more cards, and I had tough luck, and one other card that wasn't super amazing. I okay. think it was like fuel upgrade. Okay. So with that being the case, so the, at the end of the round, so Vader comes in, smacks him, and then start around, he's got call and take, and I don't have negation or calms this route. Yeah, and I have a parting blow as well. Yeah, so what I was going to do was, and I had drawn Son of Skywalker, so I was just going to stand Luke there and then just punch Vader, right? Son of Skywalker, hopefully. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming he doesn't have take at this point. Yeah. You know, just stand there. And but just you're at least getting two one. attacks on Vader. Yeah, which is worth it. Right, well, because, I mean... Because if you move him away, I'm in a parting blow. Yep. And Vader might kill him on activation. Yeah. So, so Son of Skywalker may or may not have been useful. Yeah, but I mean, at the very least, it sucks up a few more attacks. Absolutely. The trick is with, with Vader is, again, if you're playing an unshakable Vader, you shouldn't, and you got a melee figure, don't move, don't commit him in unless, like, 
you want them to stay there because you can't give Vader the free attack. Yeah. So. Yeah, and then our game was just like I mean I was like trying to be as scrappy as I could, but I just like couldn't take yeah I couldn't take back control. Yeah, because I think the jet did another four damage, and then Vader just one shot Luke. Yep. Yeah, so I was at nine damage. He needed yeah. seven. I didn't even need him. to force choke. No, no, you did not yeah. need to force. And choke. then Vader, Vader, like I played very conservatively with Vader because I think the problem in matches we've played before, and, yeah. and I haven't played this list against you before. Yeah. I've played modifications. Yeah. It's just that if I play aggressively. You, I don't. I keep forgetting because I play against range units so much that yeah. you have to come to me. Yeah, that's that is like the problem with my list. Yeah, but and Vader is like great. Yeah, I know that's fine. See, the, the reason why I want to do that most of the time is I need to combo it when I can go end of round with Luke, son of Skywalker, and do all of his stuff. Problem is I don't have it, and on Moss Eisley, like Vader's going to be in my face, right? Like, so I've got to like move, kill things, like take some pressure off, and just hope you don't have the cards you need. But then yeah. you have the cards you need. Well, I think I had the cards you need, and also you never dodged. Never dodged. No blue curl the blank twice. Uh, Luke rolled poorly. I think your best roll was a block evade on, no, I, on like a smuggler. Oh yeah, that was my best. Yeah, on yeah. not on the and that that yeah. saved the smuggler only, but he only took two damage. Yeah, but yeah. I killed both of your smugglers. Yep. Uh, See, I mean, smugglers, I'm okay with them. I need them to absorb attacks, right? Like I want yeah. them to take attacks. Right. Well, like and then C three PO blanked out on his reroll, yeah. so I killed him. So my guys were just picking off your activations, yep. and then all you really had left was Ahsoka because Jared went down. Jared, man, he Jared rolled. So Scott was attacking him with uh, a regular riot trooper. I rolled a block, I think. So I got block and evade. The and first or second attack? First attack. Yeah. Second attack, I just rolled an evade. And I dealt four, four damage. damage. And then he did a grenade on I me. did a grenade, and so I was guaranteed. Man, that so, was hard I mean, Jared was going to die either way, but the fact that I got to use my other riot to just claim points was yeah. really, I mean, and, and so you got six points at the beginning to my two. Yep. But then I think overall I got like 14 or oh, 16 yeah, points from objectives overall because I just had enough figures yep. and you guys were kind of hanging back and you never did the damage you needed to do. Like, yeah. I didn't roll super de- well defensively. Yeah. I mean, I did all right. No, it wasn't that bad. You rolled the three block on the one guy, but... Right, but and you could have re-rolled, but you re-rolled yours. Because I just needed... Yeah, I needed a little bit more. I would say, like, the big thing with our game was I needed Luke to kill Vader. I need Luke to kill Vader. Um, and not doing that, it's really, really hard to, like, score more points yeah. off the game. So. Well, it's, it's not guaranteed by any means, but a big thing is that... As soon as I killed Luke and Luke Vader had one damage yeah, from a deflect, crazy. I was like, okay, I win. Yeah, there's like, like I knew I was going to win. The yeah, battle. there was no way I could. And what, Jared really would have to pull off some craziness. Ahsoka would have to pull off some craziness. Ahsoka, like, I don't, I, I can trust Ahsoka to, to do end of round attacks on your isolated jets. But the problem is, is I cannot kill people fast enough when I've lost Luke to hemorrhage right. or to stop the hemorrhage of, like, you're going to have so much map control and you're going to be able to pick off all of my other figures, right? Right. Well, I mean, and that was really, I felt, uh, not to toot my own horn, but I felt like I positioned very well in this game, uh-huh. and that I made you split your guys up. Yeah. By like I, I kind of said I'm gonna be at the top here, but I'm gonna grade this target. So yeah. Luke and Ahsoka and Jared were on completely different sides of the map. See, I, I want that though. The reason why I want that is because I want Vader to have to commit to a direction when he's gonna, who he's gonna go kill. Right, right. But it was so easy for me to get back up in their area. Sure. Sure. And like Moss Eisley is also, I think, one of Vader's best maps because oh, he can map. just. And this is his best right. mi- mission on the best yeah. map. And the fact, and the the reason that I'm glad you had. Jared and Ahsoka because my riots can kill Jared in two attacks. I know, which is kind of crazy. I didn't. Th- I mean, I, I actually doubt, don't think normally they can because you expect a block and a half and a surge block on Jared, right? As opposed to two damage. And it depends a, on if you're willing to pitch the cards because they will do three damage against Jared. Oh yeah. Time. Okay. That, well, yeah. I have to be willing to pitch cards. That's for sure. All right. Um, if you're not, that's one of the things. Yeah. But sure. like three attacks from a riot are 
very I'm I'm more likely than not to kill Jared. Yeah. Even yeah. with the oh, built yeah. in evade, true. because very they don't true. depend on the evade. No, it just is like I mean, the, they, they yeah. just efficiently utilize all of their damage. Exactly. Right? So yeah. they're I I think regular riots are awesome. because uh, they just can I don't feel bad not attacking with them, but yeah. when they attack, like and killing Jax was a big deal because that little guy is just a he's a pain. Yeah, he's a pain and I just say I need to <laughs> I almost force choked him with Vader. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, but like uh, one component too was that because Jared and Ahsoka were up in the top left corner from yeah. my perspective, and you had Mock and Gideon and Tiro. So the way to think about this is I'm on the outside. So you're looking at the map. Inside is to the left. Um, outside is to the right. I'm in the top right of the corner. Exactly. And with with Jared, and I moved Ahsoka there after I killed a riot yeah. or a jet. Yeah. So my two or three jets, I think it was just two at, at the end. Yeah. Uh, could just come in and say, all right, we'll take shots at Mock yep. and C3PO and Gideon. Yep. And. Yeah, it was. I I was happy with how that board position came out. Yeah, it was great. I mean, like Vader. Vader. It's so nice because Vader can exert such control over the middle of the map, and there's just not a ton I can do. Right. That. And I, you know, I wouldn't have been able to win immediately if I hadn't, didn't have dark energy to push R two D two off of yes. an objective. Yes, no, that was actually cool. Right. Um, all right, so that was it. So I'm now one one. Scott's two and zero. Oh. I'm gonna true. beat him in the top four. So that's gonna feel real bad, man. It's gonna be worse because he's gonna do worse than he did in this one. Yeah, false. There is no. There is no. No way it could go worse for me than that. I mean, it Dr- could. Killing Luke, the start of round two is I draw, send a Skywalker in devotion. That's true. It's not getting worse. Well, you know that. what's worse? What? Uh, you choose not to activate him first, and I kill him. Oh, man. After that you're about be, to play. That would be bad. Yeah. Okay, you're right. Okay, so there's one way it could get worse. All right. Anyway, so we'll see how the rest of this goes. All right. Thanks so much. So my last game was against Robert Mosinger. He was running the last game in Swiss. So the winner was going to make it into the cup. He was running his 10 activation Jawa Swarm. Our game was unbelievably close, as all games are with Robert. He had, I had, uh, Luke was son of Skywalker because of devotion. He had a spy, but he wasn't able, he didn't have what he needed in order to burn it out. So I bring Jedi Knight Luke in in order to finish off IG, um, or in order to start hunting IG, because I had intel leaked and saw that he didn't have blaze. He actually brings, because he's got last activation, I send Luke in knowing that he can get he can get to him with IG to do a single attack, which I'm okay with, um, you know, because obviously if he's going to commit him, I'm, I'm, I'm going to place on a Skywalker and, and finish him off. But he does the math, and he's like, well, I can get some damage on him. I won't die because he had to evade tokens from the, um, from the what's the word, Claudite. He, he knows he's not going to die in my two attacks, which is true, and... He's ho- you know, he was going to get activated. He's going to have um, initiative. He's got devious. He's got all the things that he needs in order to um, kill Luke at the end of the game or kill Luke at the start of the next round. But I, I, so he comes up, he doesn't attack. He does like three damage. It was pathetic. Like he does very, very little damage. I'm actually not able to ping back onto him because he's obscured by equays or not equays, um, Claudite or not even Claudite. Sorry, Jawas. He's uh, obscured by Jawas. So I ping a damage on a Jawa, place on a Skywalker, go up and smack him around. I do a lot of damage to him, but obviously not enough to kill him. However, I draw take, and he does have negation. Uh, he does have negation. However, I have positioned Jedi Knight Luke so that he can get two attacks on me if he's going to really commit for it. But he's not going to be able to get two attacks. Um, he can't just get two attacks and move two spaces away. He, I had like positioned Luke into a place where he has to move two spaces out in order to get double attacks. Which he does. He moves out. He doesn't attack. 
Um, and he's not able to kill Luke. So Luke had three damage on him from his previous attack, and he's not able to kill him. Luke then kills IG, and the whole thing kind of descends into a maelstrom at that point. Um, our game was really, really close. It was on concealed treasures, so obviously I'm using my smugglers to run th uh, to run crates back. I am just working it as fast as I can to get crates back and to pick off any of the Jawas who are around the periphery with Ahsoka and Jared. And ultimately, I'm able to win. I mean, but it was so very, very close. Robert is incredible. He does not play a ton of skirmish just because he had been writing a master's thesis and he's just been really busy. But he is honestly one. He's probably like the hardest. How do how would I phrase this? I, w I would say that Robert gives me the hardest time in all of our matches. Maybe besides, I mean, like, so, you know, we've got like our group here that plays a lot of games, JK, Scott, and Matt. And maybe it's because like I have played against JK, Scott, and Matt so much that I have a general sense as to what is going to happen, like how our games are going to go in terms of I know what their play styles are, you know, et cetera. I know what they're trying to do, right? Like JK like formulates his plan and he goes for it. And if he's got a 50 plus 1% chance of doing it, then he's going to do it, right? Like, and whereas Scott is much more conservative it's a, and Matt is very positional play, you know, like they just have like these things. Whereas Robert is just approaching the game from a totally different perspective. And maybe that could be an episode on all in of itself. I should get him on sometime because he's just such an incredible player. Um, but I was able to very narrowly squeak out the win. I went on to, we had the cut top four. I lost to Scott. Our game was much closer than the last game, but ultimately, man, it was like one of those things where I just had my heart broken with, with Luke. I was not, um, so we were playing on Uskru. We were playing on, which side was it? I can't even recall it this time. Uh, I can't even recall. So what happened was I did not know, like I, the, here's the, here's the problem as I'm like talking this through on the podcast, the problem with my, with Jedi Knight Luke and spies right, is that you've got 12 points banked into a figure who is not very defensive, who needs to play Son of Skywalker, and who needs to be removing figures. Like, Jedi Knight Luke needs to remove at least 12 points worth of figures, right? Like, he needs to do that because he's a melee figure. He's not going to be picking up crates, right? Like, he's not exerting this, like, incredible positional pressure that IG is putting on the board, He's also not going to be soaking up the attacks that Vader... Like, here's the reason why Vader does not need to get 13 points worth of of uh, figures off the board. Because Vader has two black dice, one of which has a reroll. He's got Zillow, and he's got cards to pitch, right? So your opponent is going to sink resources, which are his... Like, you know, think about this in terms of points. He's going to sink points and resources into removing Vader. So even if Vader is only able to kill two weak ways, obviously that's not ideal. But if in order... If, if like, that's all he does, but your opponent has blown assassinate tools heightened like all these cards in order to kill him you've got a set like double set of jets and the whole premise is that they can then you know hopefully vader didn't only get two attacks off right but like the the point is is if all vader removes is eight equays or i'm sorry eight points worth of equays and then you know a, all of your opponents like command card suite he has gotten his points back whereas luke is not going to be able to do that right like luke cannot take two of those shots two focus weakways with assassinate um, tools and heightened like he's not going to be able to do that and so that's kind of that's that's the problem with Luke which you know I learned I was I was trying to play him in a way that I could get into the jets and um, remove remove them away from Vader and Scott he was how he played Uskru is he brought um, Vader so I was on top he was on bottom he brought Vader around the right challenging my terminal I sent Jedi Knight Luke up the middle 
in order to kill a jet who was weakened, and I was able to do it. I had sent a Skywalker, but he had also played, um, what's that called? The <sighs> fuel upgrade card. So I don't really actually want to commit Luke because at this point he can honestly easily negate all of my surges, right? And it's just going to be really tough to go into that. So I bring Luke back into my deployment zone and I'm not like giving, I'm not going to like do the, a play-by-play, like just to give you a general sense. So like I've removed a jet, I've got Son of Skywalker, it's round two, he's played fuel upgrade and I'm sitting mostly back in my deployment zone and he is also sitting mostly back in his deployment zone. Oh, we're playing the courier droid mission. Um, now I've got Son of Skywalker in hand and I made a mistake. I played it because the reason why I played it is I wanted him to, um, I, I didn't want him to commit his jets. Like the, the, the reason I did it is because I knew that if I played it, he would not commit his jets and I did not want to have to deal with, um, you know, the three, three jets with an evade and plus one speed. Right. I, so I, I assumed I'm like, this car is just kind of a trade, right? I'm playing some of Skywalker to move up and get one more attack. I did have a movement card in hand, so I knew I could, you know, go in at the end of the round to go do something, but it, it wasn't a great trade. And it was, as I've thought about it, it was a mistake in terms of like my calculus, my calculus was I'm burning son of Skywalker in order to stop him from making three attacks with E jets, which sounded like a good trade, but I don't know who knows. Um, I sent Jedi Knight Luke in in order to start removing jets. I wasn't able to do it. He killed Jedi Knight Luke. Our game was super close, but like it eventually got to the point where I couldn't kill Vader. I had sent Luke, Ahsoka, and Jared onto the left side of the board. He had sent, you know, if you're looking at top down, he had sent Vader to the right, and I was totally fine with that. He was, you know, using his Vader in order to kill my support, which I'm like, okay, you're going to one-shot each of those guys. I don't care. I just need to remove your figures, like your back. Like you're removing my support, Whereas I'm removing like your midline. And so, um, but you know, the match just didn't work out. I lost. Scott then went on to the final against JK. JK won. They had a great game. JK is going to talk about it. And I just want to close with just like a general thought about list building, right? So I was, I worked on the box for a long time. I feel like it was pretty successful. And Jedi Knight Luke, I kind of approached with a similar mindset, right? Like when you're looking to do something fun and creative with list building, what you're looking for is, not necessarily you're you're not looking for an arbitrage opportunity in the sense of like this is something that is good that people don't know is good right like i like to do an underrated overrated um when i've got new guests on and it's not always clear right like it could be that the the community has largely figured out what is good or not and there's going to be some cases where people will make corner cases for like a particular card like for example isaac he's going to say a card like in the shadows he thinks is highly underrated right now we can have a debate about that and say well maybe it is maybe it is and he he's convinced me that i think it's a pretty decent card right but like that's an example of maybe that card's underrated it also just could be there isn't points for it blah 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 like we kind of know like what we're talking about i don't think that's like that's not what i'm talking about in terms of making someone like mhd or jedi knight luke work the approach with mhd in the box was this list can do one thing very very well right i've got ahsoka lando Jin, hera mhd c3po mac r2 right like i've got like what i need in order to survive almost anything right and control my opponent's command card so that they're not going to be able to swing right so that that's a thing it can do and i'll just practice it into the into the ground until i can do it which is what it was able to do right it was able to do that thing now it turns out that once the imperial meta is really coming around it just can't do enough damage so it has to be shelved but like the point is i had figured out what it could do and it could do that better than anything else and playing my cards right 
I could take that list and win games with it, win, win competitive games with it. So the thing with Jedi Knight Luke is I thought, okay, what is it that Jedi Knight Luke can do that even if he's not, it's not, um, you know, the optimal strategy in terms of just kill all of your opponents, like what can he do, right? And so I thought about it, well, he's got force, he's got force users are kind of in a bad way, but they've got great mobility cards um, and death blow and force surge are still good cards. And so he's got these cards, and obviously Son of Skywalker, it's like the best card in the game. It's a shame that it's, you know, well, not a shame, you know, it's on Luke, but um, it's the best card in the game with Blaze of Glory. So how do I make that work? So I thought, so the reason why I took the particular combo I did was because I've got Jedi Knight Luke, Ahsoka, Jared, and Max. So I've got three spies. And what this means is that I can trust that Jed, that assuming I draw Son of Skywalker, either well, round one, and I've got I've got planning, I've got black market prices, I've got devotion, I've got officers training, right? Like I've got everything I need in order to max, and I've got R two, so I've got everything I need in order to maximize my chance that I'm going to get either Son of Skywalker or planning um, or devotion round one. If I've got that card in hand, I need to be able to guarantee that Luke can pull off his combo, right? Like dive eight spaces in, four spaces, right? Like even if I've got like all of my movement cards. And remove a figure or two, place on a Skywalker, remove a figure or two, hopefully, right? Like, hopefully at this round, I've removed around three figures worth of things in terms of, like, all of my crazy card draw, you know, that I've approached, like, somewhere on the higher end of variance. And that having removed all of those units, at this point, my opponent lacks the resources to remove Luke and you know, like the tempo has swung in my favor. Like that was the plan, right? Like that's why I built in. I've got spies, I've got movement cards so I can control my opponent's tempo while I can do this thing. And then when the game, it turns out that you can, I, I found, I don't have a problem with it in terms of against scum because scum is very card reliant, but against Vader, right? Like I played Scott and Scott's a really, really good Vader player, but I was thinking about this in terms of, I just don't know how it is that Luke is supposed to kill Vader and his jets when they're also defensive. They can the Zillow can negate your Pierce, right? So you're not going to be able to. You're going to be lucky to two shot a jet with you know him negating your Pierce on the first one, right? Like it's that's it's the math just doesn't work out. And killing Vader without a focus on a Skywalker and cards to play on top of it is means that Vader's going to kill almost your entire like he can kill Luke in two shots possibly more likely it's going to be three but not if one of them is a force surge or a force choke you know and so like you just do the math and you just think like all my opponent my opponent knows all he needs to do is just run his his team together I cannot kill them all because I'm all melee I have to like get into the you know I have to get into his face which is exactly what he wants and then he's just going to kill off my guys right so I try to work around that, obviously, in my game, especially my second game against Scott, by trying to split him up, which I was able to do, and I still wasn't able to win, right? Like, Jedi Knight Luke, he just kind of folds. So at that point, like at this point, my thoughts are, obviously, I love Luke, and I love what he was, I love what he brings to the table in terms of interesting, and I honestly think, like, Luke's problem is more that there are these other characters I don't think Han, but I do think like IG and Vader, especially who just so completely outclass him in terms of Vader is what think about this one point more. He's rolling two black dice instead of one black dice. Right. And Luke's rolling one white dice. He's rolling two black dice with a reroll with Zillow. And he's he is also going to be able to get two attacks per round. Right. And including or one attack and one unlimited range, you know, 
soft attack, which sometimes can do as much damage as Luke's attack, right? Like, think about how crazy that is. And then IG has access to hunter cards. So IG actually, I think, IG without hunter cards is an interesting comparison because, well, that's like, that's an interesting comparison, right? Like, he's got Son of Skywalker and there's Blaze. And so those cards kind of like work against each other. Luke will kill IG in three attacks if you're focused. And if you roll a little high and he is not next to C-3PO, he will kill Luke in one, two. So two attacks, three attacks if you get really lucky, but realistically two attacks with minimal card play. Like he can two shot him. And if he's got minimal card play, you can expect him to die in two, two attacks, right? And so, like, Luke is just outclassed in that sense. And I just don't know if there is really a whole lot to say about that right now. I think when Lothal comes out, hopefully we're going to get some better Force user cards. I don't exactly know what... I don't know what to expect or what to want in, in Force user cards. I don't want, like... I don't want more offense, right? I don't want okay, let's just give force users, let's give Luke a red die, right? Like, or a, a free red die on his attacks, you know, something crazy broken. Like, I don't want that. I feel like the offense creep is not something I'm a super big fan of, but in the same vein, like, it's kind of where we are. And if Davith is rolling a green and a yellow, that's just dumb, right? Like, that's just not going to cut it. And Luke rolling a blue, green, yellow with a built-in damage, but he's only surging for one damage, right? So it's kind of a wash. That also just is not going to cut it. So I don't know. I, I don't want. I don't want more offense. I don't want crazy offense, right? And I also I think like on the lamb. I'm a rebel player, and so I run on the lamb. But I feel like on lamb is kind of the inverse in terms of it takes. You know, people make their plans, and sometimes they need to make particular decisions, right? Like I gotta take a shot at Han or something like that. And the fact that on the lamb can just completely ruin that. I mean, I, I feel like on land is something to be planned around. And I also don't want to like, you know, I don't want this to be this thing where I'm justifying why on land is okay. I, I recognize that there are conflicting opinions on it. I will say, I don't think we need more characters that can go on the lamp. Right. So I don't want, I don't want Luke to go on the lamp. And because of that, I'm not totally positive what the fix is. It'll be interesting to see what the command cards are. Obviously I think people are saying Kanan is going to make, interesting he'll he'll make luke more interesting i think that's a that's something to ponder problem is kanan's eight points right so we're looking at 20 points for two figures for two melee figures right not a ton of health it's 20 points and i think like the health we're looking at is 30 um luke's 16 i think kanan's 14 so that's 30 points of health for 20 points that's not a great trade obviously it assumes you need to get some skywalker on luke his he's still not going to be putting out a ton of offense and with Kanan's reroll like Luke needs to be rolling dodges like if you're not rolling dodges with him there is no way you're getting enough value and then hunter cards don't even care right so like that this is like one of those things where I have gone over this over and over in my mind in terms of like how am I how is like what is the thing for Luke there was a thing for MHD there's got to be a thing for Luke and I still think there is I feel like my particular iteration just isn't working Andy Brazer he took Luke Rangers to top 16 at Worlds. And maybe that's it, right? Like, you know, people say, well, it's not as good as Han Rangers. And I don't think it's as good as of an iteration as Han Rangers. But it's it bring, it does something a little bit different, right? Like, you can't get as high in the activation count, but you've got Son of Skywalker. So I don't know. Like, this is this is one of those things. I feel like this has just kind of been a me, me uh, lecturing, or not lecturing, whining about this. But it's just been interesting, right? Like, this has been one of those times where instead of working on 
you know, the, a list that I've been working on for a long time. What I try to do with Jedi Knight Luke and Spies is build something kind of from the ground up in terms of I'm going to take Ahsoka and Jared and, I mean, you know, the, the rest of the Rebel, like, uh, backbone kind of remains the same in terms of care package without Hera and two smugglers. But, like, I tried to, like, build this list from the bottom up and say, like, what can I do to make this thing work? And I feel like despite that work, you know, I play Luke pretty consistently for seven-ish weeks. It, I just don't feel like there's a whole lot there there, right? Like Gertrude Stein said that about Oakland, actually. Um, so, anyway, that's kind of where we're at. I feel like it's going to be interesting to see what Lothal does. Obviously I'm going to be all about playing the Jedis and I feel like the Jedis are going to be in an interesting spot. If they don't get some awesome command cards, I am very nervous for them working as a group. Right. But I feel like there is like Ahsoka is not someone you build around, but I still think there is such a great place for her. Like I've been working on this Ahsoka Rangers um, list and I've, I think it's got pretty good chops. Obviously, people are going to say the same thing about uh, this list that they say about Han Rangers against Jedi Knight. Luke is, is it as good as Han Rangers? And it's like, well, I don't know. Like, it does different things, right? Like, people want to say it's not as good because it doesn't have Han. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. But Han isn't a spy, right? So Han does things that... Um, that other units can't do, but not being a spy means that your opponent can do things that Han can't respond to, right? So, like, if I'm running my Ranger Spies against Han Rangers, I've got Strategic Shift, Intelligence Leak, and Comms Disruption, right? So I'm going to be able to control a lot of the tempo of our game, and if I am able to use my tempo cards in order to call, or, uh, call the Vanguard, you know, assassinate, blah, 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 kill two Rangers, I don't care at this point about Han. Han's going to hopefully if he's lucky one shot a ranger but like i'm going to be taking way more of his material off the board and ahsoka can just she's got an effective like han's effective range she's a melee so she kind of has to commit anyway like my whole point is to say that it's going to be really interesting to see how the rest of the store champ season works out in terms of like what where we go with list building what lothal adds to it i don't know it's going to be really really interesting but i'm going to stop my rambling um i encourage you to listen to the next episode jk is going to be giving an awesome report. He built a very creative list um, in terms of, actually, I should say it like this. He took Luke Sykes's idea, made some tweaks, applied his own style to it. And I actually think it's really awesome. The reason why I kind of backed off from the, you know, he built this awesome list is because it is not derivative, but it is very much um, inspired by Luke Sykes's list. But it's JK and JK brings his like own particular flavor to it. So it's going to be really, really awesome. I encourage you to listen to that. Join us on the Slack channel by sending an email to zionsfinestiagmail.com. Support us on Patreon by going to patreon.com slash zionsfinest. Thank you guys so much for listening. Sorry for the ramble. See you on the next one. Mm-hmm.